Hey, this is Eric. And this is Jess. And we are two, two hosts, hosts figuring, figuring it out. out. And we are live, babe. I wish this was a porn line so I can make actual money. <laughs> See, we make this like a ritual of like every time that we start a podcast, it just yes, light babe. up the incense. Case you haven't noticed. In case you haven't noticed, I'm a creature of habit. Yeah. My OCD won't let me do it. Things differently. If it works, if it feels good, and it doesn't hurt anybody, I do it. Okay. It's my universal law. Uh-huh. But yeah, babe. Yeah. You asked me what should we talk about today. I feel so fucking sad. <laughs> oh, we're we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about that. Well, we're not gonna talk about exactly what's going on per se until I want to talk about it at the end. I don't like talking about problems because to me problems, even me as a person, I hate talking about problems if I'm not working on a solution, uh-huh. which I am working on a solution right now. I'd rather talk about the how I got over it rather than just give people a, a, a pity party. I hate pity parties. I mean, I think it depends like on on how the problem is, how you're dealing with the problem. Because I know there's a lot of people who like dealing with problems in very different ways. And you're the kind of person who likes to likes to fix something when there's already something wrong. When there's or, or there's something going on. It's okay. I I need to move myself so I can. What can I do this? What I do that? And then. I don't dwell. Uh huh. I don't dwell on it. I mean, I know that it's on me, almost like, let's say sadness was like a, like a demon. Like, let's talk about an actual demon, like, you know, for the way I was raised. Like, it's a demon that's, like, on my, like, piggyback ride on me. It's lingering. It's lingering. And, like, it's, it's not in a, in a, in a negative way where it's just like, oh, shit, I don't know what to do. But I know it's there. Mm-hmm. And it just matter a moment where I figure out how to get it off my back okay. and that's actively what I'm doing yeah and then anything in life like you said at work I really like to problems that's why I think I'm so good at work because I, I, I like solving problems mm-hmm. and any boss who who who, who sees that in somebody's like fuck yeah I want to pay this guy more do you think it's like a kind of like sense of control that you have like you like having a sense of a sense of control of knowing that you fix that problem and then when you have a problem where you literally don't know what you're doing it's like oh crap like i i don't know how to deal with this because i've never been through this before and it, and it makes it that much heavier on you because you don't know yeah but it's not even a sense of control because i don't care about like what what do you mean by control like i i have no control over my life i'm very well aware of that but the few things that i i'm able to bring some sort of positivity i fix like let's say you know things aren't running running smoothly how can i help Mm -hmm. that's literally that's my my mantra at work Mm -hmm. i can help i can do it whatever you guys need yeah sure i'm done even if it's hard i've never been the type to say no i'll say i'll figure it out okay even after like at work we're like let's just say me as an art project 
we're we're on our tenth design and we can't get it right and the boss keeps saying screaming more 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 I'm over here containing my cool like like fuck <laughs> you can almost say I'm sort of a masochist because I'm I'm actually thrive in You're pain. Your pain. <laughs> yeah, I really thrive in my pain. And this new one that's a big kind of a financial pickle, which we'll we'll talk about it in another in another on another episode, but yeah, I feel I feel like shit. And I think you've you've seen it. You yeah. you more than anybody firsthand has has actually yeah. seen it. I know. And it's and it's weird for me to see you like this. I mean it makes me kind of feel even if anything a little helpless because I don't know how how to help you out with this and not and I don't mean in a way where it's like financially I think there's always a solution for that find different things but I feel like emotionally mentally you're in a space where okay you're feeling this but I don't know how I can't bring you out of it yeah 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 at work I'm busy so there's not little to no time for me to dwell on it even though the moments that it does go down I'm sitting around like fuck what else can I do mm-hmm. here at work I mean here at, at home <laughs> I asked you like let's let's shoot a, a podcast yeah because to me I'd rather do that than dwell sit around be mopey feeling like shit do you feel like you you don't you don't want to feel mopey about it like you think like it'll just go into a deeper hole yeah like worst case scenario like yeah i think problems at this point in my life i realized like you know how i told you like doing things by the book at this point in my life of doing things by the book for so long and just getting getting burned at the end of it it just like pisses me off so much it's an anger that's controllable now but back then that that anger like would would set me off in like very destructive patterns behavior and now i'm just like now expecting like the outcome rather Mm -hmm. than just you know the anticipation Mm -hmm. just waiting for it even though i'm actively taking the necessary steps to to get out of this pickle that i'm in it's a pretty big pickle that's a pretty big pickle. <sighs> but yeah, I, I even turned off the TV when we were trying <laughs> to watch a show. W- what are their names again? The TikTokers? The Dixie... The Emilio... The Emilio sh- show? The Emilio show, something like that? The Emilio show, yeah, I guess. The, you should know them. You know them more I than I do. Very, very little. Like, I, I know of them because I know, like, Alondra, like... They okay. don't. Nobody knows who well, Alondra like, is. Okay, but my sister Alondra. Like, well, they're acting like they're, they're, like my the sister, world knows you. Okay, my sister. So you just, my sister. You just outed your own sister. No, they, there's Bitch. a lot of Alondras in this world, so it doesn't Bitch. fucking matter. Um, I, I guess like when like at the height of like TikTok when like pre like pandemic started, like really really it kind of blew up, and then you have this TikTok creator who is like the the D'Amelio sisters. They really made it into something that much more bigger it basically went viral and look at how we use tiktok now for as far as like social media content they basically were pioneers in that 
or I want to say, well, maybe not pioneers, but like they they launched something really big. What are you trying to get at? I lost my chain of thought. <laughs> I go the fact that like they're covering like mental health and and all of that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. To me, to me, that turned off the, that show basically because they were so focusing on their problems. All they do is talk about their problems, but it's just like those problems live they're talking about these big these internal problems like social problems Mm -hmm. that but they're crying about it in their multi-million dollar mansion Mm -hmm. which to me it's one of those things like and in in my case where it's just like i have a lot less i don't want what they have i'm cool but the fact that they're crying about these little projects when there's and my problem right now like could really put me in a hole and I'm not even nowhere near as how do I say victimized by like as they are like they just put themselves in such a victim hole like they they just bury themselves and they surround themselves with people who are almost allowing allowing them to bury themselves you don't think there's a there's a certain level of there's a difference between being coddled by your problems and being supported by how you're feeling well remember how i asked you not to coddle me you asked me what's something i can do to help you and i said don't coddle me i hate that like for some reason that pisses me off when i get coddled like i'm not a child if anything, just do do your thing. Just keep going. Like I'll 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 catch up. Okay. See, but like how you the way that you react to that is much different. Because most people, if they do that, it's like okay, you're not paying attention to me. You're not focusing on what I, oh, you're not. I guess it comes like you're not being sensitive to what I'm feeling right now. You're blowing it off. But to me, it's like what what do people's what do my problems have to do with you, like? I'm not gonna throw my problems onto people. Like I, I, that's the. I think I see that a lot. I know which exactly what you mean. People really throw their pro their problems onto other people. Like why? I, I to me it's like so pointless. At the end of the day, whether you do what other people say or don't say, it comes right back to you. You can do what people say, but if it doesn't work out well, oh, you're gonna blame everybody else. You're gonna blame the world. But yeah. if you do it yourself. And this is the, the where I think there comes a lot of growth, where you just blame yourself. There's no one else to blame. So therefore, you learn how to grow. Like, fuck, I know not to do that again. Yeah, but also the problems that, that come and arise aren't your fault either. Like, there's some things that are just out of your control. There's some things where you just... Literally, like, life throws at you and they throw you these things, even when things are going super good and super well. There's things that, like how how we've talked about before. Bad things happen, and bad things happen, unfortunately, to good people and to people who've worked hard and who've done all they can, and they still get that. They still get burned. They still get burned. Yes. Even though they did everything by the book. Yeah. Even though they did everything by the book. Like I said, I'm so tired of that book. I just want to burn that book. <laughs> I want to stab it. This imaginary book of called life, or whoever talk about it. whoever even wrote it society whoever society everybody yeah it just doesn't make sense to me anymore and that's the one thing like i've 
as far as far as like ego goes you need some sort of ego to get you out of it because you have no ego then you're like you're basically kind of killing yourself but to me my ego is still a little bit there like it's not shining right now because of what i'm going through but even looking like knowing like eh, i'll get back to it there's different like these uh after a while like okay this is a wave my problems are kind of like the waves and right now i'm in the low low tide but it's gonna pick up again like and that's where i'm at I'm, i feel like in this plain <laughs> in this empty horizon with my emotions right now like i can i can get mad i can cry but that's i mean i've done that already i've done that multiple times in my I life i mean you're allowed to do that but yeah. I mean, like, in, it, I feel like it's needed in a very healthy space, in a very healthy uh, environment, because there's times where people react that way, like how you said before, and it's become very toxic. It's been very unhealthy, and it's been taken out on people who sh who weren't even part of the problem to begin with. Which then ended up fucking me over by, because of doing that, yeah. where I took it out on someone, and I ended up getting, again, I ended up getting burned. So that, that I, and that to me is like, I blame myself, nobody else but myself. Yeah. Where people are afraid to do that. People are afraid to like, oh, what should I do? Oh, they did that. They blame it on someone else rather than themselves. That's the big problem mm. that I see socially. Like everybody is in this boat of not wanting to feel the pain. Like to me, I'm so comfortable in pain right now that, I mean, it's hard to express how bad I'm actually feeling because I don't want it to seem, it seem so dramatic or like, oh, fuck, this guy needs help. From, like, from, like, from a scale of like one to ten. Well, like I said, <laughs> I feel dead. Like right now, I'm just I'm I'm just living moment by moment where I'm like, every moment like that I'm awake feels eternal. Mm. So time's going really slow right now for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like I feel restless, like just because of the anticipation of what's going to be the outcome, knowing that if I continue this way, things is gonna it's gonna work out okay. But the unexplainable is kind of driving me crazy. Like, fuck, this, I could really get fucked. Mm -hmm. and, and everything I've been working for can go down the toilet. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, is something that really, like, one thing about sadness right now is that it keeps coming in and it keeps coming out. So there's moments where, I, like, right now I laughed. And early right now, like, I was, la I was giggling in the toilet moments before this. <laughs> the, and the reason why is because... <laughs> While you were getting ready and doing your hair and I was setting up, I sat down and all of a sudden I had this like caca attack. Ah. And I kind of shit myself a little bit. <laughs> no. I wet myself. No. I wet myself and I, no. like, I clenched so fast. And all of a sudden my sadness caca. went away. My like sadness <laughs> went away. So if you're sad... <laughs> try having like a caca attack uh, and, and trust me it'll 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 snap you out of it and like that's what i did I if just, you're like eric I, if you're like eric you just drink lots of coffee and then he'll have a caca attack within like probably 30 all, minutes it's probably all the coffee i drink and the spaghetti coffee and the spaghetti oh, no, that's not a good combination because you're like you're mixing like milk with I, tomatoes I, I think that did it with, that did it to uh, me right now no so that's why i just ran to the toilet i was like fuck but yeah, that that's and, and but then like that was a moment where I was just like laughing by myself and I'm like fuck, <laughs> fuck 
you life. I'm sad right now. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just like laughing on the like I like know. in the toilet. I know, especially like I think it was on Sunday. No, <sighs> Monday. Monday. You had one of those days where like everything was not going your way at all. What happened Monday? Monday? Or what 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 do you mean? I think like you had like Like we went to go out to eat with your mom, and then your order didn't came in. Like you were the last one to get your food, and then the food came in. It was wrong. It was the wrong burger. And then your we tried to fix your door, your car door, and then your mom <laughs> kind of jacked it up. And oh, my mom did something to my door, car door. <laughs> we couldn't do that. Picked it, and I couldn't close it anymore. Yeah. Well, even then, with that, like, well, to me, like that doesn't phase me. To me, it's just like. Eh, okay miscommunication the guy probably didn't hear me right my server and pl and i think i have empathy for that for them because i used to work like i said i used to work at a at a fast food oh restaurant. yeah you told me the story just yesterday and they just got caught just, off guard by it because i'm like wait what because i was so sad like I, the, the way i've been feeling like i look at things and i'm like trying to get out of my own head so i analyze what's in front of me like i'm just living moment by moment and so when i pulled out that my sleeping shirt i was like oh shit i used to work here And then I was like, babe, you know I used to work here? But I didn't even know that was a place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that place. I should burn them because they fired do you me. Wanna, do you want to talk about the story? You should talk about the story. You should talk about the story. I should talk about the story? Yeah, talk about the story. Okay, talk well, the, story the reason why fired. I have empathy for, for, <laughs> for servers and anybody that works in the food industry is because I used to work in that during college. During college, I used to be a, a, a host and it came at a time where i really needed a job so there was this there was this white girl who was in love with me and she was like the one who said hey do you want do you want a job and she was she was a really pretty girl big big tits fake tits <laughs> that, that that's how you know like that's where his eyes are drawn first boobs you see boobs i boobs, mean they were fake boobs, they were boobs. fake they were nice they were fake it's funny because I'll, I'll even go into depth the fact that I can even talk about this with you is just amazing the fact that I can share these stories with you and because in the past and, uh, or like there's so many people that have asked me oh you let him say that like what the fuck oh yeah we had an answer like we were visiting his sister and he had like her boyfriend had a friend his friends over the way we were talking yeah the way that we were kind of like talking to each other he's like like you're allowing him to say that like, like almost trying to like, start shit with this? start shit between us yeah like, i don't know what it was but it, it, it seemed very weird it seemed very if, sketchy of him so. it, it felt very yeah like almost like trying to shame me in a yeah. way right but so yeah this girl this was back when i was in college um yeah so she i never paid attention to her because she was uh To me, in my eyes, I came. I came. I come from a good family. I come good from morals. good morals. <laughs> I come from uh, Catholic, you know, Catholic, good boy, religious family. So therefore, this girl with fake tits, she's altered herself in the eyes of God. So therefore, she's less. Wow. I just couldn't take her seriously. That was my mindset back then. That really was my mindset. But so that's one of the okay. So that's. Just go with, let's go with that, with the girl. That, <laughs> with the big tits. The, the big tits <laughs> and the fake butt. Because she had a fake butt, too. Oh, shit. Yeah, she had a fake butt. That shit's expensive, though. Oh, she had money. She was a rich girl. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that shit's expensive. Like, having to have boobs and butt, like, yeah, that's a lot of money. She was probably 26 when I was 21 or 20. Hmm. She was a lot older than me. 25. Okay, maybe 25. I don't remember. But point is, 
I got this job because of her, because she liked me and she wanted to prove to me that she wasn't just a a, a, a rich girl who doesn't a, rich girl. a privileged rich white girl. She she wanted to show me like yeah I can I can work too, but then she got me this job, and I really needed a job because I was broke. I was literally dead broke. Like I said, there's another story about what I was doing for money during college. Oh yeah, oh but, god. But this was the one after. that she was able to hook me up with a good job, a, a normal normal job, and so the the manager there was such a scumbag because he wanted to bang this other sir waitress that worked there, um, like a skinny. She she looked a little like like this girl that has does hard drugs on the weekend <laughs> or after work. Like this girl probably sucks money for like sucks sucks money for dick. Sucks money for dick. Again. Sucks money for dick. <laughs> <laughs> no shame. No Sucks shame dick for money. No shame. She just didn't look like, and to me, no like, judgment. I mean, no judgment. We don't judge here. I don't. No, no, <laughs> I don't judge anymore. But see, that was my mentality back then. Like that's how much I've I've come to grow to people. Like to see people now, it's like okay, you're just human. But back then, I was super judgmental, and I think it's that that. I mean, religious you're still kind of judgmental. I feel like you're more judgmental than I am. Am I? Yeah. I don't think so. Mm, I don't know. Oh. Well, I have to work on that. Even though I, 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 tr- I, I definitely do not shame anybody who sucks dick for money. No, 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 no. no. I wish I, I mean, could there, suck dick for money. There, there's a difference between shame and being judgmental. If I can suck a hundred thousand dicks right now, <laughs> just for yourself. money, <laughs> I would do it. I would. I would do it, babe. That's how like that's how fucked up my, my situation is. Oh. But <sighs> so yeah this girl we 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 all got along well but when once there was a night where we all decided to go karaoke singing in uh in uh koreatown uh-huh in k-town that sounds cool yeah it's actually really fun we should go sometime in k-town yeah so drink some soju some yeah. sake 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 i tried the cold sake not the hot sake i know they're both good but point is I, we were drinking or at least I, at the time I used to not drink so much and back then I was really well I still am very oblivious to whenever people flirt with me <laughs> like I don't catch it I, I really don't catch it and so this girl the one that actually got me the job she's talking because she was a, such a social butterfly and me you, you know me now uh-huh. socially I'm I'm very internal like I just I like to see what's going on. I like to see how people are interacting. I like, I'm such a visual animal that I'm like, just seeing patterns, just seeing clothing, just seeing the, the space, the design. I'm like, hmm, this seems, I could see the little lines on the, of the, of the ceiling. Like, I get very, very analytical. And it has nothing to do with, with people. It's not, I wouldn't say social anxiety. I would just say, I just get very curious of yeah. the world, of the setting that I'm in. I mean, you do kind of come off as intimidating. Yeah, I get yeah. that a lot. Yeah. I get that a lot. And then whoever's next to me and, and opens up to me, like, they'll, they'll, they right away, they're like, oh, this guy's nice. I, You're very friendly. I like hearing people's stories the way I like telling stories. Mm-hmm. To me, that's, that's a beautiful thing when people exchange stories. That, that's the kind of people I like to hang out with who like to listen but also like to hear. But in this case, I'm talking way too much. <laughs> and maybe I'm avoiding my sadness right now. 
I think that's what I'm doing. <laughs> but so, anyways, sorry. Avoid your sadness, people. So avoid anyway, your sadness. Avoid your sadness, people. <laughs> Let it linger. Let it linger. Linger. Okay. Well, you didn't even finish your story. What's the story? Point of the so, story. So this girl, the girl, the one that that was really kind of trashy looking, um, walks up. It's like she comes out of nowhere and sits next to me, and she. She whispers something in my ears and I can't hear. I'm like, what? And she and she tells me, I love, I think she hears, I love this song. And as, as soon as she said that, I just kind of looked like, I'm like, what? And I looked like straight in her eyes and she just kissed me. She kissed me in front of everybody. Like she full on grabbed your face and like. Mm, yeah, like yeah. She just went like, grabbed my neck and like started making out with me. And this was a girl that I was like not attracted to because I was so judgmental that I was like, ew, I'm probably gonna get herpes or something. <laughs> but it turns out, like I told you, I actually liked it. Yeah. That was the the weird thing, like, oh fuck, this is kind of hot. Some random girl like had the confidence to just grab me and kiss me. That's fucking, like, I don't know, I felt, but that was the first time I'm like, oh shit, this is hot. He felt his dick I, tingle. Yeah, it tingled a little <laughs> bit. But she did it in front of everybody, so everybody saw it. I'm a good boy, not anymore. Yeah, that's when I was really began questioning it. I don't want to be a good boy anymore. Yeah. I like hoes. No, that's not the word that you used. I that's like sluts. That's not the word that you used. I like sluts. Yeah. I think I'm a slut. Hmm. That's when I began questioning myself. But anyway, she did it in front, and the and the girl that actually got me the job... She saw, she saw the other girl kiss me, and because she was like in love with me, she just like hated me. Like she saw that and just got so mad. The rich white girl. Yeah, I think that's why she raped me. Okay, that that's a that's a story. That's another story. <laughs> <laughs> that's a story for another time. We're unpacking a lot of traumatic things <sighs> right now. Um, but yeah, what else? What happened? What else happened? Well, yeah, and so I used to work at that place, and it wasn't like the fanciest job. I'd I'd, I'd help people bust, so I was picking up plates after people, putting them in bins, um, cleaning tables, and so I always appreciated people who were nice to me, and so I always, no matter what, I always smiled at people. The moment they would come in, I would smile and and like chit chat them. How are you guys doing today? Great. Oh, cool. Like make them feel welcomed. Here's a fresh, clean table for you guys. Just come on down. Your server will be right with you guys. Have a nice day. Well, yeah. Like, very professional. Yeah, that's, like, your your hostess job. My job. <laughs> yeah, it's your job. <laughs> You're supposed to make people feel welcome. But I actually liked it. Like, that's the big difference. A lot of people hate their jobs. Like, no matter what they do, and they're, they feel so miserable. If you're so miserable, find something else. Sure, suffer through it, but that happiness will will bring... It'll be it'll be worth it. It'll be that, that miserable... That, that, that section of you know that moment those moments of being miserable mm-hmm. i don't know it'll they'll just hit different when you're happy and so that's kind of where, where i'm at right now like that's why i didn't feel bad when you said like things weren't going my way at applebee's i still love applebee's it was applebee's come yeah. on let's be honest yeah. it was applebee's and they they fucked up my order. So i I'm, mean i would i wasn't saying like in a way where like everything's going horrible i'm just saying like it, you know how like people have one of those years where like just things are, are not aligning oh yeah and people then in the end and then in the end they kind of build up to the moment where you got your news oh if people if people 
went through what, what I went through at Applebee's, I think they would have left like a like a one-star Yelp review. But to me, I brushed it off so much that I was like, eh, that's all right. Maybe, maybe you didn't hear me right. You're busy. Maybe you're nervous. Maybe it's your first day. I mean, there's a lot of people who like literally let that one bad thing ruin their entire day. Yeah, that ruined their whole entire yeah. dinner. Like to me, it's just like it takes so much for me to get worked up. And even this this case scenario that I'm going through, it's one of the one of the biggest things that that has happened to me. And I'm over here just like, oh well, I'm here again. Been here before and in other shitty situations. But despite being so good at my job and having a, a recent, a recent what's it called, review, work review, the next day, the following after I got kissed, the manager fired me. Like literally said, Eric, I need to speak to you. And he, everybody liked me because I was actually a good worker. And he said, oh, it's come to my attention that you're not performing your your job duties as you should so unfortunately i'm gonna have to let you go and i asked him like well, why is that every i had just had a review and it came mm -hmm. out it came back great the manager there like i told you like she 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 actually liked me like she was nice to me but he said again it's nothing personal and as soon as he said that i was like Bullshit! It was personal. I just took off my my <laughs> my whatever my apron and I just went fuck you. Then like I just I didn't say anything. I just threw it on the ground and I walked out. And like I, I felt like crying. Like I was like fuck. Like what did I do? Like the job that you really needed. Yeah, the job that I really needed. And I think that's what what led to the other. But I don't know if, if I should even talk about that another time. No. I feel like I could get in legal trouble if I should talk about those things. But anyways, I was just so devastated. Like fuck me! I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to work and get get through college, and I couldn't. Mm -hmm. Like here I am, fuck. I'm jobless again. Yeah, but after that job that you got, I mean, after this one that you got fired from, and you did that questionable thing that you did to get money, what did you do after that? I think that's what that I did. That was it. Yeah. You got another another well, job after that. I I, I, tr I look. I applied at jobs. But also, I was doing full-time school, and I was doing some internships for school. And so you had no time. So I had limited availability. Mm -hmm. And I didn't need a lot of money. I just needed just some money just to pay my, my half-rented bed, half bedroom with, mm -hmm. with my friend. Yeah. Which I met off Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like I really was just skim like skimming off like life, just like barely making ends meet, and I think that's what that feeling of where I'm at now. Like you think you're gonna do that again? Like you're gonna scrape no, for like making ends meet it, again? Maybe, but it, it doesn't bother me. It's just the fact that I'm like, God damn, I worked so hard in the last couple of years, and all that could be taken away. Yeah, it's a shitty feeling. Yeah, it's a very very shitty feeling. Cause it's like you literally all that you've done all everything that you've done for the past 29 years of your life no not 29 years babe that was i would say 2013 2011 2012 i mean but you know what i mean like everything life. everything that you've worked for everything that's kind of led up to what you are now can be literally ripped off out of your hands i was if worth that was yeah if, that if was, this goes if that, through if this goes through i was worth more when i was born 
Because at least then I didn't have any any debt. <laughs> How fucked up is that? How fucked up does that sound right now? Debt fucks up your life. I mean, oh, we're all in debt with fun. somebody or something or a corporation no. or something. <laughs> I know. You're indebted with me. Yeah. No. There you are. No. There you are. No. There you are. You want me to say this on the podcast? No, uh-uh. So what you owe me? Uh-uh. You owe me money for the ticket, for the for the airplane ticket, and for the washer. I mean, I'll pay you for that. I still ha- I so have. So you're indebted, money. girl. Are you indebted or not? I own you. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so thanks, babe. Whatever. Um, but yeah. So uh, all in all, I'm just sad. <laughs> Again. But see, the fact that I can laugh, like it's such a blessing. It's it's such a ability that when people are sad, it's just like. They think that being sad, you're just, you're just allowed to feel sad and nothing else. Give yourself time to be sad, but I don't am. give yourself time to always no. be sad, and not and always feel like okay, you know what? Like there's also time where always be like, you know what? It's game time. I have to, I have to do something about this. And funny enough, I had I dealt with not I wouldn't say I dealt with the similar situation, but I've had a double situation where it's like, you know what? worst case scenario can happen and worst case scenario actually did happen and you just have to move, have to pass move past it be like you know what and accept that that's what it is if that happens if worst case scenario actually does happen what else can we do this is where i'm like this is why i love you so much and I say this on camera, I say this off camera, I say this in front of your friends, I say this to my coworkers. This is why I love <laughs> I say this to my random people on the streets. <laughs> I love you so m- I love my girlfriend so much. Cuz even with all this what I just said that this can really affect me, the fact that you're that you're still here. Like that means a l- so much to me. And that's why I can never take it out on you. Like I know what's important in my life. Whereas I think previously when I was younger, when I was stupider, when I was more judgy, when I was just stupid and immature, I wasn't able to recognize those things. Like now that I've experienced like taking it out on someone and as much as I want to bl- blame it all on myself, they did have some blame to go with, but you know, they to each their own. But this is not entirely your fault either. Yeah, I know this, this what's happening could be the government's fault the government's fault yeah like i'm saying like there's mistakes happen and things happen and and i never i've never really understood the the phrase like you know like things happen for a reason because even then like bad things happen for a reason and kind of like that same feeling but i did everything good i did everything by the book and i still get the short end of the stick (sighs) yeah the shitty feeling yeah so Especially it's like, like, man. So it kind of makes you question, does really, do things actually really happen for a reason? What is the fucking reason? Yeah. And I think if people were to like, from a out- different point of view, like might be like, oh, he's not really that sad because if you were really that sad, then you're not, you wouldn't be able to do like this X, Y, Z. To me, that's where I'm just like, no, no. After a while of, of being, of eating shit so much, of getting kicked in the dick so much, you just learn how to just, you almost become numb to it and yeah. it's almost like earlier i had this weird thought of like man this is probably how how robin williams felt 
a brief moment and I snapped out of it because I was just like, how did I manage to have a good day at work even though I'm feeling, even though I'm, I'm actually feeling like shit? I mean, but there's different levels of it because there's Like I was able to mask it like a pro and that's what Robin Williams did. There's what a lot of people do. Yeah. People live with depression, people, and they make, they seem like they're fine and they're able, they're like, oh, they're happy, they're laughing, but it literally in their own insights, you have no idea what kind of pain, what kind of sadness they have to deal with. Yeah. That they end up, like how we said, unfortunately, they end up taking their lives. And, and, and I told you, like, the fact that I, like, the idea of taking my own life, it doesn't scare me. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like, and, and like, I'm not trying to be suicidal at all. But, like, I, I told you, I've had a dream where I think I, I had this, like, weird nightmare where I felt like I did blow my brains. But the way what happened post immediately after it didn't seem that bad and, and I know like I don't want to scare you but it's just that's how fucked up I am feeling and I think it's one of those things like it's okay I'm, I'm okay but at the same time what I'm trying to tell is just people's like it's okay that you can get through it you don't have to victimize yourself you can you can eat you can't socialize even though you're feeling sad but as long as you're actively doing something to change that or whatever situation you're going through is what everybody should be doing not just everybody feel bad for me everybody make me feel like shit because i, I feel like if like i said a child who falls down uh, to do this to any child they fall and you run after them like and you start like coddling them like oh my baby my crying. baby they'll start crying they start crying yeah. but if you they fall and you're like yeah get up yeah <laughs> they'll be like confused like what the fuck look around and then like all of a sudden get up and run around like and just laugh it off yeah and i think that's that's even that was me as a child to the point where i'm still that like that um yeah Funny enough, like, I actually had, like, an incident of that, like, with what I work, in my own work. Like, I had some of my kids, like, race each other, and some of them would actually fall down. And there's this little kid who, like, literally, like, ate it. He really ate it, and I'm like, oh, my God. I love he seeing kids help. fall. He, he, <laughs> 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 but he was so short. Like, he's shorter than all the other boys in his grade. Like, and he's in second grade. And it's funny because he really ate it and he, and he, and he fell, but I thought he was going to just sit there and start crying. But this little kid, he got up and he started running again because they were racing against four other people. And then in the end, after he finished, like he actually like with his knees, he was like, oh, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, oh, it hurts. It hurts. And I'm like, dude, are you okay, buddy? Are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. And he was like this <laughs> with his knees. I'm hurting. And I'm like, okay, okay. But I didn't, like how you, how you said, I didn't coddle him. I'm like, oh, I'm that like, buddy, kid, get up. Start that, running, start running. That little run, kid's going to grow up to be a fucking legend. Yeah. Yeah. And so this too shall pass. I don't know if that's a Bible verse, but <laughs> this too shall pass. Too I've been here pass. before. If I end up penniless, all right, cool. If I don't, cool. I'm a dead man walking anyways. Yeah, if you if he ends up penniless, we'll be by doing this podcast by a bridge. <laughs> so here. We'll be in a bridge next week. We'll be in a bridge in next a week, month. you guys. In a month. 
Oh. No, here. <laughs> babe, you're gonna have to pay the rent, babe. Oh. It's time for you to man up. Damn. Woman up. Damn. Now I'm wearing the pants in this relationship. It's okay. Literally, because he has no pants. I have uh. no pants. <laughs> I don't like wearing pants. I hate pants. I have the shorts in the relationship. <laughs> I'm a nudist. Yeah. I think we can manage. I told you this. Yeah. If it ends up that you're window penniless. It helps that that you still love me we'll go through it because i feel like a lot of people put so much emphasis on financial situations for people like a lot of even that uh, financial like stress can really ruin a, a marriage i mean it is one of the biggest causes of divorce like. yeah the fact that you love me even if shit is bound to go down to the drain that means a lot to me that's how i know you're a real one So we'll just see. I'm not, I don't want to feel worse. I don't want to feel, pretend like I'm great because it's still there. But it's we'll see. We'll we'll, we'll see how it gets to it. I don't want to jump to conclusions. I've I've jumped to conclusions before and that wasn't healthy. No, just just stick with what like, just stick with what is going on, and this goes for anybody. Like as much as having to feel like your head's in a very negative space and feel like oh but this can go wrong and this can go wrong but this might happen and this is gonna happen in the end it doesn't really help because you're already making up in a scenario in your head that hasn't even happened yet you're basically drowning yourself in a in a like kind of like that 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 saying where it goes um it's in spanish i think it's in spanish i don't know you lose your track of your every stories very fast yeah but don't drown yourself in your own sorrows because in the end it does not help no just learn how to accept things little by little and it takes work it takes a lot of work the environment helps a lot too because imagine me feeling like i think there's something that that's why i left home because yeah, yeah at yeah. home i was told be a man suck it up you're not allowed to feel this way like you're not allowed to oh, no, express or talk about it because you're a man definitely. and i hated that i really hated that yeah I, I mean i did too i moved out for a reason I'm, i moved out because i felt i was a person that everybody went to i was kind of like the person like where and not only and i'm like and not be, not to be very disrespectful to parents but it's like there's your children's are not your emotional crutch crutch yes i was gonna say something else <laughs> what were you gonna say trash bag trash uh, bag they're You're not a trash bag yeah like they're not <laughs> Your child's not I love you. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the trash bag. The completely the went over my head. I'm the dead trash bag. <laughs> I completely went over my head. That's how you know I'm so used to like the things that you say. It doesn't like, even... Like, this guy just talks <laughs> out of his ass. That's why I love you, babe. Yeah, like, they're, you're not... They're not your emotional trash bag. That's why you talk to your therapist. That's why you talk to people who can relate to you. You're I not don't your believe child. In therapists. I don't believe in okay, therapists. Okay, well, you don't believe in therapists, but I do. But it's like... I'm, but I'm, yeah, you I'm don't do that primal. to your kid. I'm too primal. You don't do that to your kid. You don't do that to your kid. You fuck their, you, you fuck their sense of self. You fuck their self-esteem. You fuck a lot of things for them. And I think it's a culture thing. It's a very deep-rooted culture thing. Mm, I think it's very recent. I wouldn't say a culture thing. That I think this is very recent in the most modern, and I think like modern times, uh, where like money has become such a like need per se whereas let's just say a thousand years ago or two thousand years ago money wasn't really 
a thing thing. Sure, there was empires that would trade gold, but I mean, if you lived in a farm, you can almost sustain yourself. All you needed was to do was, you know, pay your taxes for the kings, and you know, you could still live off the land. Yeah, but I think that was more survival. I feel yeah. like you can build you can build something off a little cave and call it like a little hut. Like, oh, this is this is where my family yeah. lives. You know, cut down a tree, build something. Or now yeah. it's just like if you don't have a dollar as well, you can't you can't shoot, you can't eat, you can't sleep here. No, I mean the only reason is it's a cultural thing because I think our community is very art like our culture is very community based. So everybody has to be or wants to be involved in everybody's business. So it's well, like if you do this, if you I do feel that, like honestly, babe, know about it. don't say. I, see, this is where I, I don't like victimizing ourselves because okay. I think our 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 people. I'm not our victimizing people, vic, Like they talk about like oh we're this we're we setbacks. Sure, we all have setbacks. I think it's one of those things with like. I think it's something that our parents did that they're stuck in their own little world, but here as Americans, like you have, we have the choice to victimize ourselves and not to victimize. I'm ourselves. not victimizing it. I'm just stating it's a fact. It's a fact. Yeah, kind of is, but I'm pretty sure a lot of like Southern people sometimes feel like they they can't speak up because of their thing. So it's not just a cultural art cultural thing. It's everybody. Everybody has done their their their, their To me, it's just such a weird thing that we're we're held to such standards like my son has or daughter has to think just like me they need to act think and deal with their reality the way i did 30 years ago to me that makes no sense i'll never expect that from my kids i don't know but yeah babe thank you for listening to me that's how i felt yeah. and after this we're probably just gonna watch some tv I'm probably going to work on some stuff <laughs> just to get out of my own head. I still have my homework to do. You still have to do your homework. I know, babe. Thank you so much for taking a break uh, to shoot this. You're welcome. I'll make you a sandwich. <laughs> peanut butter sandwich. Whatever you want, babe. I'll, I'll do it for you. I'll peanut butter sandwich. That's all I want. Okay. Okay. Thank you, honey. You're welcome. For everybody else who's watching and listening. I'm the corny one. I really one. hope. I'm it's really the corny like, one. Yeah, I'm, I'm emotionalist to this kind of stuff <laughs> I'm the dramatic made, one I mean, you're you dying and you're over here like yeah like a cat get over it fucking get over it dude yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's yeah, toxic masculinity get over it I'm kidding I know I'm kidding too I'm kidding but me too I know I know you're kidding that's why it doesn't faze me yeah see yeah we bow on each other that's yeah. what I love about us Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please share with your whole friends, comment below, and follow us for more. Please, please, pretty please. She'll blow you. (laughs) Nah, he'll blow you. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's it. Okay. It's fucking hot. I know it is. I just want to take out my shirt and be naked. Hey, this is Eric. And this is Jess. And we are Two Two Hosts Figuring figuring it it Out.